Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast on Thursday, 26th of October. Henry in transit today, back to Sydney from Melbourne. Saw him last night. He should have a few micro-cap gems for us after the micro-cap conference. This is general advice only, if it's advice at all. Usual rules. And after a shabby sort of day yesterday, where we lost 40 points to close down three points, after a higher-than-expected Australian CPI number, Wall Street's put the boot in overnight, mostly in tech though. Spy futures down 18. Dow Jones down 105 points, that's only 0.3% down. S&P 500 down 1.43%, but the main story of the night was a 9.5% fall in the alphabet numbers, or Google to you and me. That's its biggest one-day fall ever. Lost 162 billion US dollars of market cap. Don't get too upset, it's up 57% this year. And that was all on the back of third quarter revenue was up 11 which was actually okay at the headline, but it was their cloud computing profit which came in a bit below expectations. The growth rate slowed from 28 to 22.5%. They are seeing stiff competition and customers cost cutting. But as I say, total sales, third quarter sales, 64 billion US dollars. The forecast was 63 billion US dollars. So it's simply the AI division, or rather the cloud computing division, which is disappointed. If you look at the earnings number, it was a dollar fifty-five. Wall Street's expectations was a dollar forty-five. So I'm not sure it's the end of Google as we know it, but a pretty poor reaction on the share price overnight, and that dragged everything else lower. We've got Apple ahead of results down one point three percent. Amazon down five point six percent. They both have results, I think, tonight. Nvidia down four point three percent. Tesla down one point nine percent. Snowflake down five point eight percent. AMD down five point five. Netflix down 0.6%. And after hours, Meta has had results. And having dropped 4.2% in the normal session, they are up 3.7% after hours. And they had revenue numbers a couple of percent above expectations, but a net income number 22% above expectations. And they appeared to raise guidance a little bit. Share price up 150% this year. So action in tech. But that takes the NASDAQ down, I think, it's been down 10% now from a recent high, which officially counts as a correction. The VIX volatility index was up to, sorry, 10% overnight. And a few other things going on. Bond yields up 13.4 basis points for the 10-year bond yield in the US, although it's still below 5%, 4.951%. And the two-year bond yield up 2.6 basis points, 5.12% there. The oil price not helping bond yields either. Oil price up 2 0.4% and 1.7%. Gold price up $7. BHP and Rio managed a small rise, up 0.8% and 1.1%. The resources sector has had a good couple of days in our market, so might just hold their own as tech falls over today. Iron ore price, depends which one you look at. We've got it down 0.14%. I see others writing it up, up 
0.1%. Bit of action in the currency markets as well. Remember yesterday on the back of that higher than expected CPI number, the Aussie dollar rose to 63.83. It's lost it all overnight, sick back to 63.09, threatening 63. US dollar was up 0.23% overnight, which of course, rising US dollar, not great for commodity prices. Bitcoin up 2%, had a fabulous run 18-month high on hopes that they're going to create an ETF, which by definition is going to buy a bunch of Bitcoin, which as we know has limited supply. In other words, an ETF will push the price up. So it's running in anticipation of that. The other noticeable price change overnight, usually we are just watching this unchanged every night, but the uranium price going up again, up 5.8%. Lots happening for us today. I see there's an announcement already from Westpac today. Westpac's reported net profit after tax financial year 2023 will be reduced by $173 million due to notable items significantly lower than financial year 2022 of $874 million. In other words, they've written down some property, $26 million of hedging loss, which is run-of-the-mill stuff, and in total, $173 million, most of which is restructuring costs related to job cuts and business simplification and provisions for customer refunds. That was probably the biggest item. They did this last year. It's not as bad as last year. I don't think the price will get too damaged on the back of that. And they are doing that, of course, as we run into results. Westpac's results are November the... No, they're not. They are November the 6th. We've got Macquarie results November the 3rd. NAB November the 9th. ANZ November the 13th. So that's all coming up. Got a lot of AGMs today. Whitehaven Coal, Woolworths, JB Hi-Fi, Challenger, Boral, S32, APA, Austal, and Reliance Worldwide. We've also got, I think, Fortescue production numbers. RBA making a Senate appearance today. Apart from Meta, ExxonMobil reports results tonight along with Merck. We've got a Powell speech going on probably as I'm speaking. Doubtless we'll see some headlines on that in a minute. We've got a third quarter US GDP number tonight. The forecast is up 4.5%. I see one strategist forecasting total GDP for this year in the US of 2.1% dropping to 1.1% and saying that a recession will come in the US next year. We've got import export prices, a European Central Bank policy decision, durable goods orders, pending home sales in the US. And on Friday, we've got these US core PCE price index numbers, which is equivalent to an inflation number. Third of the S&P 500 reports this week, 146 out of 500 companies have reported so far, 80% above expectations. And third quarter earnings are expected to be up 2.6%. Earlier this month, they were expecting up 1.6%. So basically, good results, apart from the alphabet results, good results so far coming out of the US. After that CPI number, it'll be interesting to see what strategists write today. But I can tell you the debate is not whether we're going to see another interest rate rise, but whether we see another two interest rate rises. The Aussie 10-year bond yield, 4.828% this morning. That's up 12 basis points from this time yesterday morning. And the two-year sitting at 4.397%. That's up 13.6 basis points. So in 24 hours, we've had the equivalent of half a traditional RBA rate rise. 
surprise. No mention of the Hamas-Israeli conflict. That seems to be drifting into the background. And there you go. So resources doing okay, whilst bond yields still worry us. Chances of an Australian rate rise on November the 7th have increased after that CPI number. We got the FOMC on November the 1st. No chance of a rate rise there. In fact, there's a very small chance of a rate cut now. Look out for the GDP number tonight. Lots of AGMs today and the inflation number on Friday. You have a good day. We'll be back later on. Yeah.